Hello and welcome to Gank, Gank That, that Drink. Drink, a supernatural drinking game podcast. This is season two, episode nine, Heart and Hollywood. You all know that in every episode of Gank That Drink, we uh, assign ourselves the task of uh, cultivating the perfect drinking game that is going to pair with the uh, aromic, therapeutic, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go with chill television show supernatural i would argue it has zero chill zero chill i think it's pretty chill show <laughs> of course after we watch and play we will discuss both the episodes we watched while tipsy mm-hmm. if we're lucky mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and garbage just pale tipsy kids if we're, if really we're lucky. not um, <laughs> then we'll evaluate the rules we played in our quest to curate for you gentle listener the perfect supernatural season two drinking game i'm chrissy lens and i am nate mcwarder we're both improvisers at national comedy theater and tonight we're watching episode 17 of season two heart kim manners episode pretty excited about that originally aired march 22nd 2007 and we're also watching episode 18 18 already yeah Yeah. uh hollywood babylon uh, directed by Phil Scrincia. I don't know how to say his last name. And written by Ben Edlund. Yes. Edlund, who is Carver Carv- Edlund's right. namesake. Uh, released on April 19th, 2007, to an audience of three and a quarter million people. Yeah. Uh, and one of your favorite episodes. Yes. It's actually one of the, I believe it's the first episode of Supernatural I ever watched. Mm. Maybe other than the pilot. I think you showed me the pilot. And then I think I just caught this on like a TNT in the yeah. middle of the afternoon or mm-hmm. something like that. And I, you know, it it's like the perfect amount of kind of like hokey to self-aware that I really like. So I was, this is, I think the episode that got me like really all bought in on Supernatural as a show. Mm-hmm. Um, the pilot's great. We love the pilot. The pilot uh, is perfect. It's perfect. But I kind of didn't watch it after the pilot until then I came across this episode and I was like, oh, okay, I, I think I got to give this a shot. I feel like supernatural and there are certain shows where the oeuvre right or the Mm -hmm. canon is just too dense that you can't just jump in on episode one and then watch your way through i feel like doctor who is like that i feel like supernatural is like that so you need somebody to guide you to say okay watch the pilot then you get the gist of it then hop on over to hollywood babylon then hop way down to season four and watch this episode then if you're in at that point yeah. Now you can go back and start yes. watching your way through. Or you can, you know, listen to this podcast and just take note of all the skippable episodes. Exactly. And and then skip them. Or at least you drank during them. In which case, so, I made it a little better. <laughs> in season three, when we publish our... Or maybe in season two, when we publish our drinking game rules, let's say which episodes we deemed skippable and, like, yeah. give them the perfect season two. Yes. Okay, yes, great. Yes, yes, Um. So... What, let's talk about what we're drinking before we talk about the rules, because we're actually drinking something that we should talk about. Yes. You are drinking. No, <laughs> I am drinking a, a Singularity, which is from Oro Brewing Company here on Main Street in Mesa, Arizona. Right next door to the National right Comedy Theater. Uh, what? Uh, yes. Yeah, so pop on by Oro and patronize them and... Give them your money in exchange for delicious, delicious beer. Yes. Um, and I'm just drinking plain old Michelob Ultra. Like a Who is not a sponsor. Neither is Oro, dud. but we're probably closer to an Oro sponsorship than a Budweiser Definitely. sponsorship. Uh, so we have decided that with only two episodes left. Really? 
Wow, yeah, that's insane. We're, we're not going to continue to add rules. We are going to take the next two opportunities to eliminate rules uh, that we feel have, have had their day. We can either eliminate them because they never happen, we can eliminate them because they happen too freaking much, or we can eliminate them just because we got sick of them. Because yeah. that's part of curating the perfect drinking game, too, is that just because we add a rule doesn't mean we have to keep it. Right, and and if it's too hard to keep track of or to whatever, then yeah, we don't want that. To, we don't want it to be a burden. A we want you to, to have fun. Yeah, we don't want you to end up like we did at the end of episode eight. <laughs> oh, man. So, all right, what are you eliminating? I am eliminating slam because I just feel like it's too difficult. Slash, it happens way too much. It does. That's we'll put an asterisk before that rule and say, hey, yes. if you want to get this expert shit level faced, expert like level <laughs> drinking game. Then you add that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to eliminate Wi-Fi because even though every time they're outdoors at a burger place and there's no way they're getting Wi-Fi, I'm just, I feel like we're in 2007 now. Maybe it's more prevalent than we think it is. And I'm just like, I'm over it as a novelty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I, uh, I, what would you, do we have outdated tech on the list at the moment? We do not. We do not. I would almost say that outdated tech could could totally replace that and be an acceptable replacement uh, in, in the same vein, if that makes sense. Mm. It was also the very first rule we added this season. Oh, well, yeah. All right, but we are still playing rock salt, concussion, toxic masculinity, cuts, someone dies, headache, jump scare, positive masculinity, copy a plot, broken furniture, Black eyes, fake names, stay in the circle, EMF, and pop culture references. Still a lot of rules. It's a lot Still of rules. Lot. We're going to eliminate at least four more before we're done. Do you find yourself when you're watching Supernatural in the wild and not in this vacuum that we watch it in in the podcast, do you find yourself like, oh, there, that's a rule. Oh, I say it aloud. I say it aloud <laughs> to the kids. We watched the 300th episode, yeah. uh, which aired recently all together on the couch, even though like nobody else in my family had any clue like mm-hmm. what was happening. Um, uh, and I And I cried copiously oh wow i kept being like <laughs> i'm so close <laughs> someone dies take a drink <laughs> <laughs> positive masculinity take two drinks like yeah. i was just saying it out loud my family was just like what's happening what? to mom yeah i definitely found myself saying things out loud while watching an episode mm-hmm. or or if i'm just got it on and i'm working on something and i and i hear she's just like oh that's take a drink yep <laughs> so ah, copy a plot copy yeah. a plot. oh take, gosh take yeah. a drink Uh, All right, so we are off to watch Heart and Hollywood Babylon, uh, and we will see you on the other side. And we're back. All right, do you want to do? I'm going to let you do Hollywood Babylon. Yeah, I want to do Hollywood Babylon. That's one of your favorites. Absolutely. Uh, So Heart is just from just from go get go a completely skippable episode. So boring. Uh, So fun fact: we actually were watching a a episode from season 11 yes. for like three full minutes mm-hmm. going, no, 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 I'm pretty sure this is it. And, and there was, was even a heart going, punched out. Yeah, I was sitting there going, I think this is a later season because I yep. just watched it fairly mm-hmm. recently. So this one, there's a beautiful woman. She's at a party. We get a She's Her boss is like, hey, I need you to come back to the office with me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you silly goose. I already called you cabs. We counted that as toxic masculinity. Uh, before we dive super into it, mm-hmm. I just want to point out this episode takes place in San Francisco. 
and Hollywood Babylon takes place in Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. So we have Supernatural is if this were a golf tour, they're on the West Coast swing right now. Uh, but I find it interesting as far as like a topic of, and of course, you know, I'm always obsessed with the geography of the show. Mm-hmm. Early on in the show here, we have, okay, now we're, you know, there is an episode, I think early on where they go to New York yeah. and they're in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Obviously like Sammy is very, very beginning is in San Francisco. Well, he's mm-hmm. at Stanford. So he's in the, the Bay area. Uh, but, but the rest of the time, they're kind of in the but middle. But the rest of the time, they're just, like, wandering around the Dakotas and yep. Kansas. I think there's a Florida episode early on. Like, yeah. they kind of, like, hit the coasts early in the show and then pretty much are like, and eh, we're going to leave them in the Midwest forever and ever. Yep. Anyway, so I just wanted to point that out. That yes. I, I think it's funny we're in our, like, West Coast swing here. Uh, so there's a beautiful woman, and she's being followed by a menacing alternative rocker. Uh Sam and Dean, of course, come upon her, and just everyone believes that he's, like, the hottest 20-year-old detective that's ever lived. Um, They give their last names as directors of werewolf movies, Mm because this is our first werewolf episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, They do werewolf parkour. I'm just going to go really fast through it, because... And the, the, uh, I guess, most recognizable werewolf, was it... American Werewolf in London. American Werewolf in London, which is... John Landis. I watched that movie for the very first time as maybe a... 11 year old that's too young yeah that's yes it young. is yes that i remember i just want to tell the story real quick okay. i remember my friend i was over at a friend's house and his dad was like oh we're gonna watch american werewolf in and it was american werewolf in london yeah it was there's american Par- werewolf in, in london paris. and then later there's american werewolf in paris which came out in like <sighs> the 90s so i want to say it was london and there's definitely like a nude scene in it and i remember the dad like very terribly and definitely not trying hard at all to like cover up the TV screen oh for us. You should like cover your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> He's like standing in front of the TV, but then like holding his arms out so we can see under his arms. Mm-hmm. He was, he was being a cool dad uh, to a couple <sighs> of 11 year olds, but <laughs> I just, That's, I just thought uh-huh. that was my fun American werewolf in London story. Only time I've ever seen the movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, so we get to see the wolf's eye view. Uh, Sammy is hanging out with the woman who they're trying to protect and she's like she dumps all her underpants out on the table what a weird uncomfortable scene no you shouldn't do that first she says do you want to go sit on the couch it's way more comfortable and Sammy being the guy that he is like no 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 no. I'm good here at the kitchen table I'm good I'm good and Dean meanwhile is like Oh, I bet you're not even sitting on the couch. Which he called after he moved to the couch. Mm-hmm. He's like, I bet you're sitting on the couch, not you know, not thinking of something to say to her or whatever. But, but he only she, moved to the couch because she, she dumps her, her underwear and dumps them out. But before that, the, kitchen the boys table. Uh, Rochambeau to see who gets to stay with the sexy lady, and who gets to go out on the on the beat hooves right. for the werewolf. Not the first anyway, or last time that happens. They figure out that she's the werewolf, mm-hmm. and Sammy is. Of course, is like, we can't kill her. And th- then she gets in. The, he's like, we have to, if we kill the vampire that made her. Werewolf. Right, 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 yeah. right. Or Sorry. the vampire. It's a werewolf. Yeah. If we kill the werewolf that made her, then she won't be a werewolf anymore, which that's never, Mm-mm. ever been part Mm-mm. of werewolf lore. Um, so they figure out that it's her neighbor and they Glenn. kill him. And then. 
they wait to see if she will turn. In the meantime, but while she and you're Sammy waiting, find a way to, to get to the bone zone. You might as well. They take the bullet train to Pound Town. Mm-hmm. And I kept telling you, like, we're watching this episode and we're like, oh, this is so boring. This is, uh, this is so lame. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that they do it. Like, I'm pretty sure at some point they take it to the bone zone, which is like, it's so disappointing, you know, because Sammy if all the people that he could have had like a real connection to it was that woman from Providence. Providence. Yeah. She was amazing. And he did not. And then he gets real weepy about this Mm -hmm. chick. Yep. And I don't mean call her chick. Sorry. This woman, he gets real weepy about her. She's a werewolf. But the Um, woman, the art. Yeah. Delatante. Yep. She's clearly the better part. Rhode Island. Season one. Um, But the love scene is so Gross. It's not it's good. Yucky. It's, it's not good. The music too, is gross. It's too like the kissing is mungy. It's, it's like aggressive. Arr, 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 yeah, arr. it's very. Uh, maybe they're going for a werewolf scene type mm-hmm. of thing. I don't know. It's but you uncomfortable. know what? I figured out like the reason he he takes her to the bone zone and not the girl from Providence is because the girl from Providence was like fully possessed of herself, and this woman is broken. And he's like, okay, I can be with this broken woman. So is that toxically masculine? It thing? might be. It might be. Actually. It might be. Yeah. Um, and then in the end, he has to kill her, even though Sammy always wants to save the monster. They can't save her. She turns into a werewolf again, and he has to kill her. And he's all tears streaming down the face because he's got to go kill her. So I have some notes about that. Yes. Um, according to IMDb, he used his actorly skills of, uh, sense memory to recall a time when he had to have his beloved pets put down. And so that was the memory he was relying on, Jared Padalecki. Interesting. To um, take him through that moment of having to put her down. Um, anyway. They were really, really trying hard to get him to act early on. Yep. Really trying hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they they give their names as Dante and Landis. So mm-hmm. Joe Dante directed The Howling. He also directed one of my favorite movies, The Burbs. And John Le- Landis directed An American Werewolf in London. All right. Skippable. Don't watch this episode. Don't watch it. No uh, lessons learned. Hollywood Babylon. Hollywood Babylon is just so fantastic. Um, we start out on set of a Hollywood horror film. And we actually start out in the film itself. Uh, with our actress Tara, who is terrible at screaming, and she her scream is so low, it's like, oh, oh, yeah. and they try it. They try it. <laughs> I love the part where she's like, "It's the tennis ball," and they have a tennis ball just taped to the top of the camera of mm-hmm. the handheld camera, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, that's just for CGI purposes. Once it's rendered, it's going to be amazing." And I don't know a lot about filmmaking. I will give you that. And I know that they do use tennis balls or markers, and they usually like on a stick or on a whatever. Yeah, I don't know if they're usually ever they're on, on top of the camera. No, the the only point of a tennis ball is to show you where the, the actor where to put your right, eyes. Where to put your eyes? Right, mm-hmm. right. And I get that. And so that just that comment bugged me, and I don't know why I'm fixating on that because there's so many great little comments in this episode just as we go along. Uh, so the boys show up because there's a, there's been a murder. We, we mm-hmm. get it. She actually gets the scream. She nails the scream that she fails to nail the tennis ball when Frank, the weird crew member that we get like a weird scene with her and him mm-hmm. at the very beginning, he ends up tangled up in some wires. Um, the boys show up and they're making a, two, two quick 
lines that I love. One, they're on the tram, mm-hmm. which is clearly like a Warner Brothers lot or Universal lot tram. Or like a Pee Wee's Big Adventure yeah. situation. <laughs> and they they say, uh, oh, this is where they filmed Gilmore Girls, which of course we all know Jared Padalecki like is on. And they just got this close-up of Sammy all, like, nervous. And he's like, okay, we got to go. They also ended by saying, over here is where they shot Lois and Clark, which is a reference to Smallville, which oh, yeah, Jared Jensen Ackles was on. Yes, yeah. And and so they get out of the tram there. Um, and then I love, and I and I remember this as one of the lines that stuck with me when, from when I first watched it, when they say, uh, I think it's, I think it's, it's practically Dean Canadian. says, like, what is this? Does this even look like LA? It's pretty much like Canadian yeah. weather right now, which of course they filmed the show in Canada. So Vancouver. it's a, it's just a brilliantly so self-reflexive episode. So, yeah. If the trickster episode is the first time that they really start winking and leaning into like what they can do with the format. This is the first episode where they're like, let's go for oh, it. Oh, just let's ham it. Every bell, wall, every whistle. Um, yeah. Like, Almost um, all fourth wall breaking. So there's we even more. We stopped it early. Oh, okay. I mean, we'll go back to there's it. There's even then. more. Um, so yes. Dean says to Tara, the girl that he is, uh, the actress, um, that he loved her in Boogeyman. Boogeyman was a 2005 movie. The script was written by Supernatural creator Eric Kripke. This th- is full. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely chock full. Obviously, the character, we have a character named McG. McG. Yes. Which executive is producer. Executive producer. Um, one of the producers at some point or directors at some point is talking on the phone with Bob, mm-hmm. who we just assume is going to be Robert, Robert Singer. Singer. They also, um, reference the monster truck oh, and such so good. the scarecrow episode yes. and just like a whole bunch of episodes. Yes. Uh, and I like that it's called, was it hell hazers is hell the name hazers. of the movie rather than ghost facers. Ghost facers. Which I actually, when I first was then doing a watch of the show, I had to go back and look and like, they didn't make a movie out of Hellraisers, did they? Because I thought that would have been brilliant if they made like an actual, Mm -hmm. because at the end of the first Hellraisers episode, they go off in the car and they're like, we're going off to Hollywood, man. We're going to go do it. And so I thought then, I was like, did they actually turn Ghost Facers into a movie, which would have been hilarious. Hellraisers. Would have been. So anyway, back to the episode and what happens. The the we get all those cool references, and then this is probably my favorite uh, plot development in this episode is when mm-hmm. D gets Dean D, D when Dean gets the job as the PA yes. because the producer character actor I don't know his name but just guy who's in lots of the things guy and you're like he's he? in you would recognize him and, oh. I, and I don't know his name. Uh, but you would recognize him from Office Space because he's the mm. main boss. Oh, he's yes, always like, yes, I'm yes. going to need you to come in on You're Saturday. Have to okay. Come, okay. Yeah. Uh, he says, oh, PA, get me a smoothie. And then Dean becomes a PA, gets yeah. really into it because he gets really into the craft services table and Which all like the food. Craft services is nothing but like gum and protein yeah. bars. And some for some reason they had Philly cheesesteak sliders and taquitos and all nope. sorts of fun stuff Not on accurate. this real crappy sequel of a put, horror movie. You can't put hot food out and expect it to sit out all day. No. Like at lunch they feed you. Yeah. At the rest of the time it's gum. Yes. And Dean gets to flirt with the actress who he's mm-hmm. enamored with. Oh, but we find out, I, I totally skipped this part, we find out that the first death our first death of the episode is mm-hmm. not actually a death. 
it is an actor that the producers hired to fake his death so that in they order to c- spread social right. media lore that the movie's haunted. Yes, which in 2007 would have been MySpace. And so yep. everyone on MySpace is talking about how this set is haunted for this new horror movie now. And then the our producer, McG, no, not McG, the guy nope, who... The guy in the uh, suit, uh, yes, Office guy Space. In the suit, office Space guy. Uh, he ends up dying. I wrote, producer sees some ghost boobies because uh, we get one of the four gruesome deaths that have happened on the set. Mm -hmm. The ghost is there and she like lures him to being hanged, but she was hanged by a rope was how Mm -hmm. she died. So it's all fitting. The boys salt and burn that actress's bones. We think the episode's over, but wait, there's more. We get a guy, a ghost of a guy who was sucked into into a a fan. fan, Which like fans push. They Mm -hmm. don't generally pull unless Mm -hmm. you're in a Willy Wonka situation. Yes. And this is where, he throws the not not McGee, not Robert Singer guy the, into uh, a, right. the fan, and he dies. And then all bets are off. So we yeah. learn. So the boys are looking through the script. They're watching the dailies, and they realize that the actress is truly speaking Latin, an Enochian right. chant. Yes, yeah, so we get some actual angel uh, resurrection mm-hmm. business going on. In Latin, and then they go find the guy that they thought was a PA, but is actually the original writer of the script mm-hmm. who is allowed just to stay on set. And they say, well, what's going on and here? And that part's not clear because he's like, they no. ruined it. They took my beautiful words. It was so accurate. Like, it really was a book about summoning demons yeah. and they made it trash. What was it? What was what was his end? I don't know. And I, I would love for us to either go back or find a reason given everything we know after this point in supernatural right like this guy clearly knows some stuff he should be a hunter yes or for him to know all of that he's up to some real nonsense yeah because he knows this he knows a lot he has that talisman he's summoning the ghosts and forcing them to do his bidding so who taught him hoodoo? Who yeah. taught him Enochian? Where did he learn these things? And ha- and what other movies is this going to happen in now? Because there's yeah. obviously someone out there who someone is like bought the script from him, yeah. and he had a pretty pretty interesting contract to be able to put in that he got to stay on set. So, like, what was his end goal? Yeah, there's a lot of questions unanswered. It's true. In in this episode, but the episode's so good, I don't really care. No, not at all. Um, I love that we get a trailer for the movie in the middle of the episode. It's so good. Um, And then, so the way that it ends is that the ghost summoning writer is going to try and kill the sleazeball writer. Mm -hmm. But Sam and Dean save him. Mm -hmm. And then he breaks his talisman of his own accord. Not so he knows enough to know how to summon and control these ghosts, but not enough to know that if he breaks the talisman that he uses to control them, that they're gonna rip his back apart like it's right. a string cheese. Well, they never explain really the talisman. They don't and explain how it's, There's no lore behind it. It's not like a golem, right? At least no. like when we get a golem, we're like, oh, okay, you know that you. We have We don't to. get the golem until no, season I eleven. Know. Huh? I know that, but like when you do, okay, in X Files, you get a great golem episode. That's true. And and you know that you gotta take the. Also, Simpsons. You yeah, so the, oh, I, lo- the I love the Simpsons golem episode. Golem episode. Is so good. So good. Oh. In fact, that's what I thought of the entire time. Talk about copy of plot. The whole yeah. oh, this yeah. whole episode. I'm like, 
yeah, yeah come on it definitely is Simpsons. and so you gotta take the, the script the script out of its mouth mm-hmm. or the little thing yeah um so a lot of lore unanswered or unaccounted for maybe on so purpose because they have the they have the excellent excellent uh thing in the middle of when they're talking about and the producer's like i don't get it how do the how do the they hear the mm-hmm. incantation from hell aren't they're coming back from hell isn't that such a far where they have super hearing i don't know just throw in an explainer and that's literally the explainer yeah. is they have super hearing or something and then at the end they have him holding up the cell phone which is how sam and dean defeated them and he's like the, you learned there's an afterlife and this is what you do and he's like hey yeah they they make it and we yeah we get um a rudimentary hellhound glasses with the cell phone cameras finding the ghosts which they never use again Uh -uh. either either their cell phone camera or so many ghosts ghosts. that they encounter (sighs) they never bother just to whip out their cell phone cameras and use again so great episode don't skip it don't Don't skip skip it it at all this is the episode that got me into watching this show mm-hmm. for real, for and real, so and I getting bought. I think the lesson learned is like you have to watch Supernatural in an order someone prescribes to you based on your personality, someone mm-hmm. who knows the show. Uh, so let's talk about how our rules played out. Toxic masculine, talk, mm-hmm. toxic masculinity. We counted twice. Uh, one when the sleazy boss is trying to get her alone, and once when the um, producer guy calls the woman pumpkin. Yeah, it was creepy. And we, there were maybe more than that. Um, more. Someone dies happened a lot. It happened eight times. These are death-heavy episodes. Oh, both the boys get bone zoned in these episodes. So I don't know if that has anything to do They're with anything. They're clearly grasping for viewers at this point. Uh, but there's no sex scene in the second one. sex scene where he's we all like naked shouldered. Because she wasn't really like the main part of the episode. I don't care. So <laughs> Show me that torso. Get but that we, shirt but off. But we had a Dean sex scene in this season. Yeah, I don't care. Earlier on. So this season, they're clearly going for sex cells. Uh, jump scare happened three times. Positive masculinity, we counted once, where uh, Sammy shed some tears for his one-time werewolf girlfriend. Fake names uh, only happened one time, the Landis and, uh, and yeah. Dante. Oh, no, actually, there was another time he uh, the people on set were calling him Ozzy. Oh, that's right. You're yeah. right. We didn't count that. Yeah, we didn't count it. Uh, EMF happened once. And we just had to stop counting the pop culture references yeah, because yeah. Hollywood Babylon was so full of them. We counted five before we stopped. Yeah, there's too many. <sighs> oh, boy. Well, these were, th- again, two good, no, one good episode. Yeah, don't watch. The Heart. The, the Heart. Skip it. Instead, go to season 11 and watch the episode that starts out with someone's heart being taken out. That's a much better episode. And really spend a lot of time thinking, no, I, I think this is right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and 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 going, I think this is a later season episode. This reminds me just of a later, because yeah, it is. Sure yeah, no, it is. That's good. Uh, so, uh, you know, thank you for listening. Please, if you, if you had a good time, uh, go on and, um, you know, like, rate, review, do all of that Subscribe. stuff. It means a lot to us and it helps us uh, go up in the ratings. So, spoiler alert, I think that we are going to have a sort of branding repositioning yes. between season two and three. Uh, so, let us know what you think now. Uh, please join us in two weeks for our next episode, which is season two, uh, episode 10. We'll be watching Folsom Prison Blues. 
and what is and what should never be. We're getting close to the end of season two. Getting real close to a good meaty part of the show, which is season three. That's right. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for listening. And please remember your gank that drank lessons learned. Which we just said, which is. Let someone tell you how to watch yes, Supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> and always have your cell phone camera handy in case you need to see a ghost, I guess. I guess. Is a rule and we don't ever pull out again? Be excellent to each other. And remember, and party on, <laughs> and party on dudes. dudes. <laughs>